Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is November 22nd. The time is about 11.30. And Reddy and PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. So if you can, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer and put your camera on. Nidhi? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead, ma'am. Um, thanks, Rahul. We about this a couple of weeks ago but here's the story again so i'm from nepal my husband's from india uh, we applied for eb2 in january 2022 i'm the primary he was the secondary i got my green card um, his however is stuck right now and he had uh, i-140 from his previous employer but on his i-1485 he is applied as my derivative so i spoke to a couple of tier one agents at USCIS, and they did mention two different things to me. One said that there was no indication that he is a derivative of my application. The other one said, yes, his case is linked to my case. And so in order... I in, the, in the I-485 application, when you filled out, did you put an A number in there? No. How, how do you know that? Um, because I looked at my uh, and his I-485 and there is no A number. His has A number, mine does not. I am only worried about him. And that A number is probably the I-140 number. So the USCIS database is getting confused with with his I-140 rather than your I-140. Okay? Do you see my point? I, so I when do. he puts the I-140 number, A number though, he tags him with the I-140 of his. We realized that mistake somewhere in March or April of 2021. Okay. So we normally don't put any A number there. Let them figure it out. So now you can raise a congressman inquiry or you can raise an ombudsman or you can wait until January of 2022 and sue the government. Okay. So my work, Lawyers from work are saying we submit a tub and ask him to be adjudicated as my derivative and send this transfer of, of course. Underlying. You can try that. You can try that. If nothing works out, nothing works out though. Once you cross one year of the time though, I would recommend to sue the government because okay. these are mere clerical things that just go wrong and there is no way to correct them. 
And the best way to correct them is only to sue the USCIS. Then they'll realize, oh, oh it's a simple mistake. We could correct it and approve it. Okay. Okay. And Next uh, person. One... And I'm going to send you a video. Uh, what, what, how the taking to the court works and how the process is involved in. Okay. Good, ma'am. You have more questions? Recording in progress. Oh, give me one second. Yes, I have one more question. So, good, ma'am. So, for the tub, would I be sending it to the NBC because his case right now is at NBC? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the tub is. Normally, tub is when you want to move from EB two to EB three or vice versa. Yeah, I would send your letter saying that hey, please consider my husband and yours. And also his letter saying that please consider under my wife. Send both of those things and try your luck, okay? Okay, perfect. Thank you. Next person, please. Pavan. Hello, sir. Uh, good morning. So yesterday my wife sent me a temporary protocol order for my um, spot of the legal separation. So I came to US on F1 and I never went went back to India for H1 stamping. So I'm planning to go to H1 stamping on January. So I just want to know, like, is this temporary protective order will affect any immigration? Uh, temporary protection order will not give any problem for you. You'll be fine. Thank you. Does it have any criminal aspects of it anywhere? She defined the excessive relationship. I'm sorry, what? He mentioned like verbal abusement. Uh, verbal I don't, I'm abusement. not expecting. I'm not expecting any trouble for the verbal abuse. Okay. Next person, please. Even physically, I'm sorry. Uh, you just added one thing extra. You said verbal, and now you're just saying physical. Yeah. I'm you sorry. may want okay. to have a consultation with the lawyer if it, if it says physical abuse. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Next person, please. You can't just add like that. Ask a question and then add a bigger thing later on. Niharika, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, hi, sir. This is Niharika. I'm on uh, H4 and uh, H4 EAD, uh, and it is going to expire in uh, May 2023. Uh, so planning to apply for renewal. Just wanted to check, like, you know, do we need to apply H4 and H4 EAD together or separately? Always apply it together, ma'am. When is yeah, it expiring? Uh, May 2023. And you know how the 540-day five, rule works? If it doesn't get extended, you can go to Mexico and come back? Uh, okay. I don't know about that. This is the first time uh -huh, I'm applying it. Before that, I was on H1. So, oh, you never have any EAD. Sorry, that 540-day rule is not applicable. You should file H1 H uh, sorry H four and EAD together. Do not file separately. Okay. Okay. And uh, so can I can I work uh, like uh, can I continue working uh, on uh, EAD when it is in pending status? Uh, yes, ma'am. You can. Okay. Okay. If you okay. want us your help, you can contact the email address that I have given it to you right now. Okay. And then, okay. I, of course, we charge money to file for your H4 to CAD. And you can continue working until your H1B expires or when the H4 plus CAD gets approved. When the H4 plus CAD gets approved, you anyway can work for any company. 
Next person, See, please. So this is a EAD. My EAD is a second time uh, extension. So I am right now I'm on EAD. So you said you are on H1B or EAD? I'm on H1B before, but uh, first time I have applied uh, H4 and EAD. So now this is a first time extension, basically. So it's an extension, is it right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still file it together, but there is a way out for 540 days. You know what? how that works out if the extension no. doesn't get approved before EAD expires? No, we don't know about that. Um, host, can you give her the uh, memo, uh, video? You have it? Yes, sir. Oh, just watch this video, okay? Okay, Next okay, person. sir. Thank you. Ravi? Oh. Hi, Mr. Rahul. Sorry. Good morning. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, so I am uh, EB2 and uh, my priority date is uh, December 2011. Uh, I filed my I-485 in uh, July 2022 uh, straight. I don't, I don't have, I have not done an upgrade or downgrade. I only received uh, EAD, no advance parole. Uh, and the current status is showing uh, ready to uh, schedule for an interview uh, for more than 40 days right now. Uh, but my mm -hmm. first question is, uh, since, uh, as you know, it's since it's retrograde. I'm back. The, uh, uh -huh. uh, so I will not be current starting December 1st. So that being said, do you recommend me to downgrade to EB3 because I'm only two months uh, away from the uh, current priority date? Uh, also, just to uh, want to add that, that my employer, when you, uh -huh. uh, that is not of. doing... Yeah, he, he does not want to do a premium processing for the EB3 in case if I go to, go to do that. Why not? Um, he said that's company policy and uh, he assumes that but if he do premium, Yeah, even if I pay, uh, he said he does not want to. So he, there are a lot, he's a big company and there are a lot of other people. He did not allow anybody to do uh, premium processing in EB3. So I would still file the EB3 and uh -huh. keep it ready though. Because I don't know one year down the line, two years down the line, if EB3 is going to be advanced, EB2 is going to be advanced. Okay. I've been telling that from like years now, saying that it's going to be very similar to Los Angeles highways, which I hate the most because whichever lane I stand in blocks it. Mm. Correct. Okay. It's better right. to have both options. So I would want you to have the option. Okay. Okay, downgrade to EB3 and the normal process. Yes. Yes. Okay, sir. Yeah. And uh, my second question was, uh, we want to travel to India. And I, as I mentioned earlier, I have not received advance parole. I've only got EAD. Is there any way to speed up my advance parole uh, process? I don't know. You can call and cry to them and they may do it. <laughs> okay. okay. And uh, my last... And my last final yeah. question, sir. Uh, so since there is no, uh, uh, my interview still says interview ready to be scheduled for the interview. Uh, is there anything we can do or we just wait uh, for the interview to be scheduled? Because of this, I lost my I here. normally would tell to sue the USCIS, USCIS but, okay. um, but the problem with, the, uh, with that is that it takes 60 days for us to get that thing resolved. Okay. okay. And by the okay. time your priority date is getting backlogged. So there's no purpose for you to sue. Okay. Sounds good. Thank okay. you, Mr. Rapp. Hey, man. Thank you. Uh, hi, hi, Rahul. This is Heyman speaking. Uh, first of all, I'm a huge admirer of your work. Thank you for whatever you're doing. Uh, 
Oh, can can you hear me? Yes, I can go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I have two questions. Uh, my wife uh, is currently on H1B and her H1B will last for another year and a half, but she is impacted by these layoffs. Uh, she is not laid off yet, but uh, she might get laid off. Uh, so I, I, was, I was wondering if she can apply for H4 EAD and still keep working for her employer. Uh, if yes, she can apply for H4 EAD and still work for until she gets laid off. Yes, she can. Okay. So until she gets the H4 EAD approved, she can keep working on her H1B, right? You're absolutely right, sir. And if you need help, please contact us. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do that. Thank you. Uh, my second question is my I-140 has been approved like four months ago. Uh, but for some reason, my copy of I-140 uh, is lost. My attorney says that uh, they never got it, uh, but I do have the employer's copy of it. Uh, they have raised <laughs> I- you don't need You don't need your copy. Your employer's copy is good enough for you. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much, Rahul. Appreciate, appreciate your work. Um, sorry about uh, what my colleague has sent, guys. The 540-day rule thing, I sent to you the second time. Please watch that thing the H4 EAD extension person. Next person, please. Thank you. Raj. Hi, Raj, sir. Thanks for helping the community. So I have a quick question. So the lawyer have made a mistake in my wife's I-485 on question 15 and 17 instead of uh, her passport number and date of entry and validity of the passport, uh, he have entered mine. So is that an issue? No, that's just a clerical thing. It's yeah, not going to affect them. At okay, the most, they may, if when you go for the interview, they tell you to correct. Otherwise, it's not a big thing. Okay, got it. And one another quick follow-up question. So I recently did an inquiry. I am rest of the world, like applied in I-485 uh, with cross-country chargeability. So they, it's been 20 months. And uh, with the recent inquiry with congressmen, they are saying that my case is under additional review. So is that going to take a long time or do I have to do rate of mandamus? What would you advise? How long it's been that you filed the uh, filed it with the A485? How long it's been? It's April 2021. I have applied. 20 months, roughly. I would recommend to sue the USCIS. Okay, sure. Okay. Next Thank person, you. please. Ishwar. Hey Rahul, thanks for helping. Um, so this question is regarding like for my H my spouse. So I'm on H1B and I came to India. Uh, right now I'm in India and I got 221G. And she was working until um, I came here on H4. But uh, recently uh, from a company, her H1 got picked for the first time. And um, she did not join the I mean, uh, she did not work for that company yet. So again, she got another offer from company B. And is it good idea? Like, uh, is it good to switch the, I mean, trans, do the H1 transfer from company A to company B? Even, uh, I mean, she did not work for company A at all, like not even a day and she doesn't have any pay stubs. So the H1 we got approved with October 1st start date right now. Right, yeah. But she has a H4 EAD or only H4? 
Yes, she has H4 and H4 EAD, but um, my, I'm in India and I got stuck with 221G, right? So she she wants to be on her own H1B instead of depending on my status. I and again, my H1B validity is still... Uh, yeah, I would, recommend, I would recommend that she can file within 60 days, she can be unemployed, okay? Okay. Within 60 days, she can be unemployed and then she can file a H1B because it's approved start date is October 1st. So if she's going right. to file by... 60 days within from starting from October 1st, she's in good shape. Okay. E even though she doesn't have any pay stops from company A, uh, which yes, got... I'm, aware, I'm aware of it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Thank you, Rahul. Thanks for You may want to watch this 221G. If you are stuck in the 221G, there is a solution for it. I want you to watch this one. Okay. Sure. Uh, I, I think I, I, I'll do that. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Abhishek. Hi, hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Rahul. Good morning. Okay. Uh, my question is, uh, my six years, uh, H1B is getting maxed out by first week of January, uh, 2023. And my firm has been filed and I'm still waiting to get the approval. Now, my question is, is it uh, advisable to stay until I max out my visa, then go back to India, then wait for my firm approval, I-140 approval, then come back? Or should I leave this country you know, one or two weeks prior to the by six years uh, max out date. One, one, one week is better though. Even though there is no rule that says that you have to have one week, some of the officers sometimes get confused and they will issue an RFE and resolve all the things. So I would leave about at least three, four days before. Yeah, I got my 797 copy uh, because I filed the extension just for three months and I, I have my approval on the exactly six years uh, end date, I have the approval. So copy. just leave leave the country within th three days before, okay? You don't have okay. H4 options? I have, but uh, I have to go to India for some other reason. My my wife has uh, uh, 140 approved. I can move to H4, but that will take some time, right? And for that, I have to step down of my current uh, company, then wait I got for- it. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, step, don't step out of it. Yeah, so- so better I'll wait for my firm approval than 140 premium and that'll be, I think, the fastest route. That's fine. That's fine. If not, you can always come back on H4. Okay, but there is no such rule, right? That you have to you, you have to leave the country before your six years. I would recommend three days before. Why play at the edge of a knife? Leave three days before. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Pinoj. Thanks so much. Yes. Uh, Rahul, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for your time and um, what do we do for the community? So um, my situation is I have a, a 485 uh, under EB2 and my priority date is May 2012. And with this bulletin, it retrogressed and EB3 is, uh, you know, I'm current in EB3. Uh, so uh, my confusion is whether, whether to do parallel uh, 140 and 485s or uh, get a new 140 under EB3 and then uh, inter kind of interfile. Uh, because I'm not sure about the guidelines like uh, for, for, for interfiling and how much processing time it takes and uh, whether doing that would be better. Uh, and my EB2. Um, I have explained it. I have explained the same question uh, approximately around six months ago. Uh, okay. I would, rec uh, almost one year ago, actually. I want you to watch the video. It says otherwise. It says EB2 is moving forward, but you know the story. EB3 is moving forward. Watch the video, what, what I'm sending it to you, okay? Okay, okay, sure. Okay, thank you. Vivek? Next person, please. Vivek? 
Yeah, uh, hi, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a question uh, just um, regarding uh, 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 traveling to India. Actually, uh, I'm planning to uh, travel uh, um, next after six months. I'm only worried about that uh, the visa stamping actually. So some people are getting some people got two to one G. That uh, yeah, and, I would uh, say that I would say two twenty one G has increased a little bit right now. Yeah. So is there? Do you actually? I'm. I have recently uh, bought a house also. So just wanted. Do you recommend uh, going or should I hold on for some more time? <laughs> um, if I see, I'm an immigration lawyer. I don't want you in trouble. If I'm a doctor and you are a heart patient and you ask me, can I eat fried chicken? No. Simple no. You can't eat fried chicken. Go for the grilled chicken or whatever it is. Okay. Go for. boiled vegetables okay that's what i'm going to say and that's what i did when i was an immigrant too okay i would like you to say if i don't want you to go right now so uh, i mean for now after 6 months uh, i i mean uh, i need to that's your advice i i should hold on for some more time when the situation improves yeah yeah next okay. person please yeah no, thank you hi rahul sham here this is regarding ead renewal for my wife so we have she got a visa stamped recently uh, but due to the recent passport expiry we got uh, she got the i94 till may 2023 only because the passport was till may 2023 only so we have a rough it okay yeah and the ead is getting expired in january and we got the new passport uh, today only so what do you suggest like no i94 is still has uh, may 2023 only but we have you, a visa you said here. the ead ead is expiring in january why is the ead expiring in january yeah the previous uh, i797 was still january only recently my h1b <laughs> got extended it. yeah i got yeah so first thing is i want you to apply for the ead extension second thing is your uh, when is the h4 expiring right now The seven nine seven H four I ninety four H four I ninety four is till May twenty twenty three, and passport stamping is until May of twenty twenty three. Yeah, but we got a uh, she got a visa stamped in India recently till twenty twenty five December. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So the best yeah. thing is file a EAD extension. Let her go mm -hmm. to Mexico and come back, or she can go to India and come back too. yeah that that's what like you know do we do we need to travel before uh, ead extension applying or like after uh before is better but the reason is that she can't work after is... january if she no yes, she can't yes. work after january yeah yeah so uh, so you pre you prefer like you know to travel and get latest i94 with a new passport and then apply yeah it's easy you have the passport yeah. stamping everything is there until 2025 she can just yeah. send her back to india have a nice one week and come back or if you don't have time go for the weekend to yeah she she will have some more uh, week ago to india to get visa stamped so so do you prefer mexico or india for a quick way any that's a, mexico is quicker next person please oh. one last question like you know how long it is taking to get the ead receipt number once we apply as of now uh 2 to 4 weeks okay apply Thank today you. yeah next person please rakesh you uh one thing i'm sorry i take back though i may want her to apply after she comes back because her i94 is only until january there is a chance they may only they may not so i would rather want her to travel right now back 
get the I-94 and then file a year extension. So try to get the uh, Mexico trip done this weekend. That would be much better. Rakesh, go ahead. Yeah, hi. Thank you. Uh, take my call. Uh, this is similar to the previous color situation, but this other way around. So H1, my, I'm on H1, my wife is on H4, and my I-94 is shortened uh, based on my passport expiry. So I'm going to renew my H1 uh, 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 because it's expired. I mean, Wait, I-94 is shortened. When When is your passport visa of H1 be expiring? It's already expired, visa. And your I-94? I-94 is valid till March 2023. But my wife's H4 is another two more years, or two and a half years more, because but my your H4... I7, my... Your I-797 is expiring when? Oh, same, like December 2025. So why file an extension? Why can't you go to Mexico and come back? Uh, I talked... I discussed that with my company. Uh, they said it's better just to extend. I mean, lawyers are registered maybe because of they want money. Maybe I don't know, but they suggest just uh, to extend H one. Yeah, you concluded it properly. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so my question is: uh, So when I'm doing that, do I need to do for my wife's H four as well, or I can ignore no, that? No, she's fine. She's fine. She doesn't need to do anything until two thousand twenty-five. Okay, and her passport also actually expired, but somehow the CBP officer gave my... Yeah, not every not, not every time they give according to the passport. Though. Sometimes they give it on this... But that's legal, right? Like, uh, that's still that's legal. legal. Okay, that's thank you. Legal. Have a good yeah. Next person. I would, I would go to Mexico and have a nice margarita rather than pay a lawyer. Richard, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Um, I have a question regarding the birth date of birth discrepancy between all my official documents and my birth certificates. I've watched your video where you've said that if you have a birth certificate which doesn't match with the date of birth that is on all the other official documents, please don't submit that for your 485 filing form. So my green card is current and I'm, I'm applying for adjustment of status. So what do I do? What, what evidences do I need? You need to correct it from the beginning though. If you can get the, uh, I, you know, people don't remember the dates back in old days, though. Uh, if you can get it corrected on the birth certificate, that's fine. Otherwise, you need to get it, you need to get it corrected from the passport first, okay? And then you explain to the USCIS, look, I just found out my date of birth is this. I never knew that. And then from now onwards, every immigration document, you're going to keep changing. Okay. Okay. It's better that you consult me privately, Richa. Okay. 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 Then. Next Thank person, you. please. iPhone. iPhone. Nidhi. Rahul, one follow-up question. So, um, I, my husband has his um, EAD in advance parole, and we're traveling, planning to go to India over Christmas. Should we be concerned about anything? You're the person Nepal and India is right. That is correct. Absolutely not a problem, ma'am. He can go. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Hey, Rahul. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, ma'am. Uh, this is Pallavi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so I'm I'm actually planning to switch my job uh, on H-1B. And once I join the new company on H-1B, I'm planning to get transferred on H-4 EAD. So what would mm -hmm. be my I-94 expiry date? Would it be the same date uh, that will be on my H-1B transfer? Wait. After your H-1B is transferred, you want to move to H-4 EAD? I didn't get the point. 
Yes, once I transfer to the new company, I'm planning to apply for H4 EAD. Is that a possibility while on H1B? Yeah, absolutely you can. And you can contact our office for that and then we can help you out in filing. And while the transfer is going on, you can still file the H4 plus EAD. Okay, um, okay. And what would and be my I-94 expiry date in that case? Would it be the date on H1B transfer? H4, no. On the H-4 or on the H-1B transfer you're speaking about? H-1B transfer. H-1B transfer will be, are you, did you complete your six years? Uh, no, not yet. How many years did you complete it? Uh, four. Do you have I-140 approval? I do not have I-140 approved. Uh, my husband has I-140 approved. I know, so I'm planning I to that's, apply for it. No, H-4 I know that's a different, yeah. You will be eligible only up to six years of H-1B. Since you said you used up four years, you will only get two years of H-1B, ma'am, when you apply for the transfer. When it comes to the H-4 EAD, it will be based on your husband's H-1B approval. When is his H-1B extension? uh, When is his H-1B expiring? I see. So I believe uh, 2025. Well, that will be the time you will get it, okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next question. Thank you. Salab Gupta. Um, hey Rahul, uh, this is a, a follow-up to the previous discussion where uh, somebody was trying to go to India and concerned about a 221G. Um, based on the information you are hearing, do you know any pattern where uh, the 221Gs are being issued uh, to, the, to the people? Uh, first is if there is if the first H1B is a troublesome H1B, we are seeing a pattern of it. When I say first H1B is a troublesome, when especially if it's in-house, definitely that's a very high risk case. Uh, other than that, consulting companies, smaller consulting companies are at a higher risk of 221G. If you're going for Microsoft, then it's completely differently different but if you're going for a small consulting company the pattern is a little bit more okay That's I mean, all if, I can tell. if there is a change of employer um between the last visa stamping and the new one um uh, do you That's see any by itself no i don't see a cause of concern just because of that okay 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 yeah i just wanted thank to you i will yeah i'll go to the last caller guys yeah there are no new persons around okay well nobody raised a uh, hand so I guess I'm going to answer the questions that I'm getting. Um, Ishwar, if it's beyond the 60 days after the H-1B is approved, though, it is better that you consult a lawyer privately, Ishwar. Can someone with H-1B and in Canada on visas, uh, visa work remotely for the U.S. empire while in Canada? If it's, Neha, if it's just a temporary transfer, though, like, for example, if you're just traveling there for visiting, and staying there for a month or so, I don't see any problem. But if you're going to stay there for a long period of time and you don't have a work visa there in Canada, you may want to check with Canadian lawyers. Um, Santil, uh, there is no priority date mentioned in the wife's 485 application. Um, you sh- should I be worried about? No, Santil, you should not be worried. You're good. Absolutely not a problem. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 4.30. 
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.